Welcome to the Pass Forward Podcast, episode 33. Four. Four? Oh, I just four. Okay, who's the host here? <laughs> hey, it's me, I'm Corey Draper. Welcome to the Pass Forward Podcast. I'm Corey Draper. With me, as always, who you just heard, is Colin Harmon. <laughs> That's me. And Wes Allen. Zang. Uh, thanks for joining us again, guys. Uh, I love the conversation we had from our last episode uh, with the Nickelodeon, our last episodes, right? Yeah. Um, with Nickelodeon, the Nickelodeon episode. Uh, so I just want to thank you guys for reaching out to us at the uh, at Pass Forward Cast and c- continuing the conversation with us. Wanted to call out, the, I'm going to call us out right now. We okay. don't have a whole lot, and by a whole lot, I mean we, we really have zero female representation yeah. on this show. What makes you say that? It's something, <laughs> <is> something that... <laughs> It's probably bothersome. Yeah, Wes really confused me at first, but now <laughs> he lied. It's fine. Yeah, the beard throws you off. It really does. Yeah. Anyways. But I bring this up because we, we had some, some people uh, responding to us on Twitter about, you know, our Nickelodeon episode sure. and, and some shows they liked. And, and our friend Natalie pointed out Clarissa Explains It All, which isn't necessarily a girl show, I wouldn't say. Yeah, I watched we, that a lot. Because I think I would say we all watched it, but it was a female lead. And I think... We should have mentioned that. That was I a agree. good show, right? Yes. Sorry, Natalie. I relate to Ferguson a lot. You did? No. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, as a little brother, yeah. you might have been that annoying redheaded child. Yeah. Were you always uh, climbing through windows, too? Like, is that the part that really like Sam? spoke to you? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why guys liked it, too. It taught us how to creepily sneak into girls' windows. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, thanks for <laughs> thanks for the conversation and keep it up, guys. At Pass Forward Cast and uh, Pass Forward Cast at AOL.com and also other social media such as Instagram and all that jazz. But today we're talking about the news. There's been so much news since uh, we last did a news episode that we're doing another full episode of news yeah, because okay. Comic Con has happened since then. Sheesh. More people have died. Our pets' <laughs> heads are falling off. <laughs> So it's all happening at once. We're going to jump into it, and we're just going to talk about all the current things that, ha- that are happening as pertains to all the retro things that we love so much. Mm, so Onward. We're going to kick it off with the sad things, with uh, the, the people who have passed since uh, we last talked about it. Rip. Rip. George Romero. Now, do you who, guys have any context for that at all? I know that might I know be his brother, Alpha. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I know his brother Alpha, but I don't oh. know George. Well, he's a he's a father of zombies. Yes, mm. he yeah. he was responsible for the modern zombie genre of movie, like in the seventies and eighties kind of thing. Yeah, oh. like he made Night of the Living Dead, he oh. made Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, mm-hmm. Afternoon of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> oh no, he probably <laughs> just I think he just inspired that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say that he made one of my all-time favorite horror movies, which is Creepshow. Have you ever heard of Creep Show? I actually haven't. Uh, it was like kind of like a black comedy horror anthology that he did with uh, Stephen King. And you guys know Tales from the Crypt, right? Yeah. Yep. It was a TV show, but in the 50s, it was actually a comic book. And Today I learned. And Stephen King and George Romero were very much inspired by that for this movie. They're like, we want to like – get the the vibe of those types of comics and put mm-hmm. it into a movie. So it's very like comic book centric. It's very like bright colors and it's like very like 
purposely kind of campy and over the top and stuff. But it's I really enjoy it. It's one of my favorite horror movies. I never really got into the zombie genre except for Walking Dead, but I definitely appreciate mm. what Romero like brought. I mean that to be able to start just this cult following. I mean he's one of the original cult classics. I feel like was yeah like, for sure was his of the dead series <laughs> um, saga. So yeah, saga. So yeah, I mean, and I, would we have Walking Dead and things like that without him? Who yeah. knows? And I'm bummed because he was supposed to be starting a new movie that was kind of like a mixture between like a zombie movie and like a Mad Max movie, where hmm. it's like kind of like a I forget what it was supposed to be called, but it was like kind of like a racing uh, zombie movie. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a video game. It does yep. zombie racing. Yep. It's kind of like the the iPhone app or something. <laughs> Have you seen the app? What is that app that's called? Uh, it's a video game where you are basically in a car and there's zombies that jump on your car and you have to like either shoot them or sideswipe them into other cars and you're constantly going. Have you ever checked I out I don't this? know. That sounds fun. Yeah, I'll have to. I don't really dive deep into the iPhone games anymore. Yeah, if I, I mean, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't played it in like probably four or five years. I don't even know if it still exists, but I'll look it up. Wow, I'm I'm not paying attention when you guys are talking. Perfect. So moving on. <laughs> uh, John Heard, the dad from Home Alone, has also passed away. Yeah, didn't he? I heard about that one? Didn't he have a heart attack or something like that? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I remember uh, my first experience of him prior to Home Alone was watching like Beaches with my mom and like. <laughs> Uh, the movie Big. He's in Big. Yeah, like, I remember him from Big. He was, a, yeah. he was a jerk in that movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so I remember um, seeing Home Alone and being like, oh, is the dad going to be a total jerk? Yeah. Like he isn't. And uh, obviously he's not necessarily. But no, he's just neglectful. Yeah, but that was a. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was an interesting era for uh, absent minded dads, it would seem. Hmm. Indeed. Uh, Started a trend. The next passing. It's very serious. Very serious. R.I.P. Microsoft Paint. Ow. Moment of silence. Okay, that was enough. But, like, did you guys play with Microsoft Paint? Oh, of course. It was my, were, it was my first, like, quote-unquote design program yeah, that I naturally. worked on. I wasn't even into design, but I still played around with you Microsoft Paint. clicked around Paint a little bit. All drew some, the time. Drew some pixely lines. So, like, I, when I really got into message boards, particularly... Uh, WWF, uh, WCW, uh, mm-hmm. pro wrestling message boards. You know, it was the cool thing to have. <laughs> it was uh, the cool thing. <laughs> your own like banner, like in, in yeah. your sig, your sprite, your signature. Yeah. So I would go into MS Paint and make my own banner of just like showing like, uh, my name is the core or whatever I had at the time. <laughs> the core. And the core. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I used uh, Microsoft Paint. Um, it was when I first learned you could like cut people out of photos. And I remember me and my brother taking like skate photos of like actually getting film developed, scanned, and then cutting <laughs> ourselves out of it. And like uh, he would be doing like an ollie, but I would like cut him all the way out and like put him on like a grind rail that I drew in Microsoft Paint, like all the little reflections and stuff like that. It was terrible, but it was a good exercise. I, yeah, I'm sure it was very smooth edges, oh, right? Absolutely <laughs> smooth. Yeah, baby butter smooth. I was playing with Microsoft Paint until like I was a senior in high school, and I figured out how to do like texture and mm. uh, paint. I would do the spray paint uh, brush yeah. and like spray paint two similar colors together and make like a texture on top of text, and that's how I distressed fonts and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I illegally downloaded Photoshop, and then the rest is history. <laughs> Didn't we all? 
Yeah, I feel like I used to use it to make uh, the transparent like spray paint sprites that you could put in uh, like Counter Strike and Team Fortress. To like, you could just be like, "This area is mine." Like, I headshot these guys. <laughs> like, you could like spray it on the wall, and you had to like make them all transparent. And so I remember just like converting, you know, actual photos or like trying to draw certain logos and weird stuff that I made for myself. My uh, Half Life name was Cryptix with a K. So Cryptix, it's fine. K Y K R Y P T I X. Put that in the show notes. Hit me up on ICQ. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a funny time back in the day. Bill so Paint. Zombie Highway. Zombie Highway is the name of the the app. Okay. Uh, but yes, back to MS Paint. Loop closed. The, there is, yes. Put that in the show notes. <laughs> For those of you who were listening, just so they would find out what the name of the, <laughs> you can on the edge of their seats. <laughs> yeah. I should have I should have drug it out longer. It's okay. Revealed it at the end. Oh, we'll, wow. have, we'll have other opportunities. But there's a there's a whole subreddit dedicated to MS Paint and people's yeah. creations still doing MS Paint. It's impressive. So I wonder how, if that's just going to die or if people hold on dearly to that software and just, I don't know. Yeah, Did I mean, Paint I guess they can keep using it. It's just not going to be supported as much. Did Paint have layers to it or was it just like you were constantly just kind of put stuff on top of I don't remember there being layers in yeah. MS Paint. The Paint that I always use never had layers. Okay. But. I couldn't remember that or not. Yeah, I don't think they updated it a ton <laughs> over the time period. <laughs> Okay, so now we're getting into news. And by the way, I have to say this because I forgot to earlier. Our whole news segment has a name, and mm. I forgot to say the name. What would it be called? It would be called A Recurrent Affair. I'm so glad that oh. we did not miss an opportunity to hear that. I know. Mistake. I know. Gosh. It's in the right really place this time. That. Yeah. Uh, okay, so first thing that we'll mention is the Aladdin live action movie that will have Will Smith as the genie. Yeah. Which is peculiar. Yes. I, I think he's going to try to like put in all his catchphrases and things like well, that. Here's, he's got a rap though. Here's you the know? problem. He's not blue. No, the problem is he's not Robin Williams. Mm. And so how do you do the genie without being Robin Williams or That's trying true. to be Robin Williams? So mm. like no matter who they cast, they're gonna they're already set up for failure in my mind. They're gonna be totally criticized for whatever their interpretation of the genie is because they're not Robin Williams. And well, they do you feel be. like they should have just left it alone completely? I, see, that's the thing is that, I mean, they're cashing in on every single movie that was ever successful for them and turning it into live action. So why would you skip over Aladdin? Because that's one of the most beloved yeah. live action. So you have to do it. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like they're hitting their biggest ones first. Yeah. I feel like there's a, some other ones that they could probably knock out before Aladdin. What, like Emperor's New Groove? Yeah. <laughs> Or Hercules. But, yeah. I I feel and I can't decide which maybe this is the topic of it all, but like I can't tell if it's like too soon. Like I don't know too, how I, too soon as in Robin Williams too yeah, soon. Yeah, like or, after oh, Robin Williams. Gotcha. I mean maybe that's trying to like, you know, not let things move forward and like dwelling on the past too hard. But that's what this whole past like four podcast <laughs> is about. So yeah. whatever. Where else can you do Why that? are you listening to this if you believe that? But I wonder if that's like what it is. Like I think that I feel like that's like almost irreverent in a certain way of like, okay, you've been replaced. You had a good run. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, is one facet for me, which is interesting. Uh, I guess I'll see how they do. I mean, they've surprised me on some of the other cases. Um, but then like, you know, I feel like the magic of what brought Robin Williams, you know, acting to life was the animation done by Eric Goldberg of Genie. Like mm. just the way that he represented his personality with so much quirky random shenanigans mm -hmm. to where you still knew that it was Genie despite all the weird shapes and morphs and things mm -hmm. that he went to. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't all Robin Brilliant. Williams. I mean it was, but it wasn't at yeah, the same that time. That tag team, like it's you know, that was magical. I yeah. think that's what really made it sing. I feel like there's one person they could have picked 
to be the genie, I think that I would have been okay. Yeah. Sinbad. <laughs> like, course. why didn't they do Sinbad? But could he play <laughs> a genie again, really? Yeah, I know. <laughs> now he's just being typecast. <laughs> who did you think I was going to say? Jim Carrey. That's Jim who Carrey? I thought. Yeah, Jim Carrey. He would be a I fantastic. I see that. I mean, I don't know that he would do it now. But nah, yeah. Man, that would have been fun. Has Jim Carrey ever been involved with a Disney movie before? Bruce Almighty. Was that Disney? Was that Disney? I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll just think about that. Is he, uh, Grinch? Was that Disney? No. That was no? DreamWorks, I think. Oh, that was. That's yep. right. Because, yeah. Well, then. Yeah, I don't know. That, I, I, You know, Will Smith, uh, we'll see. I mean, he hasn't done comedy in a w- long time, has he? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I we'll like see. Will Smith. We all love Will Smith, especially love those of us from the 90s. Yeah. Love Will Smith. So. But it's like, I like steak and I like peanut butter, but I don't want them together. You know? Like, I like a lot of <laughs> things individually. It's actually okay. pretty good. I know. That was a bad example. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so Comic-Con B-I-B. happened. And with Comic-Con came a lot of other news. Um, one of those is Rocco's Modern Life. They had a full, like trailer yeah. but like did you watch it it was full length yeah it was yeah it was great it, it was, was impressive just as weird as i remembered it and a little bit weirder yeah than i remember <laughs> Dude, I, was like, oh. I, I thought it was perfect yeah i yeah. thought it was spot on they kept the integrity of the show it felt very authentic and uh it was so good it was definitely one of my high like one of my top highlights from comic-con like that was insane. Yeah. So, so if you haven't seen it, go ahead and YouTube it right now, or yeah. we'll post the link in the show notes. But it, it's well, how long is it? Like two minutes, or I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's two or three minutes. But it's well, a, it's a sizable chunk of just like showing the gang waking up or coming outside and realizing it's 2017. So yeah. I don't know what the plot there is, but apparently they were in a rocket ship, a circling rocket ship? a rocket ship, okay. <laughs> circling the Earth, and it crash landed and oh, today. So. Okay. But I love that they brought it. Like it's literally called Rocco's Modern Life. So I love yeah. that they didn't like try to make it a period piece because that wouldn't make any sense. Like I, <laughs> I loved that. That was yeah. a really wise. Well, and part. it's great that they're bringing him back because there's so many more things that have changed about the world yeah. that he now gets to discover all over again mm-hmm. and say that it's dangerous. But yeah, I mean Heifer and and Filbert and you know just having their whole dynamic, it was good. I, I did enjoy good. it. Yeah, so, I'm looking forward to wait. Like, yeah, looking forward to the reboot. I'm kind of bummed that they're not making a series, but hopefully yeah. it'll be successful and they'll actually make one. Yeah, that's true. So there's also a Spawn movie that has yeah. been announced. So this isn't necessarily my wheelhouse. Can you guys catch me up on what that actually is? It's not my, yeah. I mean, I have that vague knowledge that I have of most things and not the deep, the, Wes is here for the deep dive, <laughs> I think, for, for these things. But yeah, I mean, uh, Spawn, I don't know if any of our listeners saw the movie back in the 90s, uh, but um, it was a little scary to me that John Leguizamo as the fat clown. What is his name? Yeah. Uh, I think it was the Violator. Is that right? Violator. Violator. It's just a scary movie, a scary concept. Yeah. And it was before its time, I think. So maybe this coming back around in the superhero craze, comic book character. In 97 is when the movie came out. Like, it was the very beginning of when uh, movies were really going heavy into CG. And by today's standards, it it has terrible CG. And it, (laughs) it 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 was a pretty rough movie to begin with. Um. So it's been rumored for a very long time that Spawn was going to come back as a movie, especially with all these superhero movies coming out mm-hmm. lately. Uh, but Tar- Todd McFarland uh, made an announcement. He was the creator of of Spawn. 
and he made the announcement that it is starting in the works and it's being produced by Blumhouse Studios, which is who did a lot of like low budget horror movies that um, have come out recently, like Get Out and Split, and they even did Paranormal Activity. Interesting. So they're really hearkening in on like the low budget type of horror Hmm. movies. And he made it very clear that this will not try to compete with the Marvel movies or DC. Like, Mm. it's going to be a very low budget. And he said that Spawn is kind of like Jaws, where he is kind of like – he's the title character, but he's not necessarily the main character. Okay. So that should be very interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, I think that's a a great – Direction to go. It's good yeah. to like, and, too, yeah. in that sense. And he's going to be directing and writing it, which he's never directed cool. anything. He's He was just the creator of Spawn, and he, mm-hmm. well, he, he illustrated him. And so mm. should be interesting to see how that comes out. But he's always been, like, a big advocate for, like, independently owned things and, like, not giving, like, ownership to anybody's work but your own. That's why he started Image mm. Comics. He left Marvel – and started his own comic book uh, company, and that's kind of like the core cool. value of what they did. Well, good yeah. for him. Wasn't he known for like the way that he drew specifically was like incredibly detailed or something? Yeah, like that? that sounds. Familiar. I talked about that. Yeah, okay, that's why. Oh, pass Like he he was pretty famous for drawing a Spider Man, and he did like the spaghetti webbing and yeah, being very right. detailed. Oh yeah, and he co- he co created Venom. Oh right, right, right. So yeah, gosh, that's crazy. Well, all right, the next announcement, which came, this was like two days after we we released an episode talking about this possibly happening. Darkwing Duck has been confirmed for the DuckTales reboot, Mm -hmm. which um, I I know we mentioned before when we were speculating, like, you know, there's a device that uh, a lot of times TV shows use to introduce a new character to kind of test the waters and see if, if it's popular enough to have its own TV show. So I wonder if this is what they're doing. But, I mean, it was a big announcement and everybody was happy and freaked out that Darkwing Duck will at least make an appearance in DuckTales. Yeah. yeah. You Did think you he'll see... be a regular character? I doubt it. I think that they'll introduce him just to see how it goes. And yeah. they'll probably spin off something else because we'll get into it later when we talk about DuckTales. But spoiler, they're they're definitely laying some seeds for some uh, shared universes. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, we will definitely talk about DuckTales in a little bit here. But we'll move on to a couple of trailers that were released during Comic-Con. The first one. Uh, actually, the first one I'll, I'll point out is Stranger Things. The finally, Dude, like, that was my other standout Comic Con uh, trailer. Too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Stranger Things, the the new season, the second season, the full trailer. I mean, it got me excited. Oh, oh my gosh, how good of a trailer is it? I'm I just know. a fan of really well made trailers, and putting it to the to Michael Jackson's Thriller, so perfect. Clever. And it was and mixed so well, too. and it was yeah. I I'm a fan of everything about this trailer. How much do you think they paid for that song? I feel like so many trailers uh, now yeah. are spending so much money to have rights to use certain famous songs. Yeah, and I feel like that has to be super expensive. Trailer making use. trailers goes through fads like you know the Inception sound, the blah. It still isn't a whole lot of mm-hmm. trailers, and then there's the blackout, which is they cut to a full screen black. Either once or multiple times to like, I guess it's something to incite seizures or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> and then now, now a fad is using older music in a trailer. So like Thor 
for instance, uses Led Zeppelin in its trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a, a recent example I can think of. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, but it works though. I love it. I mean, it really hits on the nostalgic part of you that know, if you know that song, like it, it brings new light to that song if it's done well and, and really kind of hits. And a, they only an played button. like the Vincent Price parts. Yeah. So they didn't even like yeah. do the Michael Jackson Which bits or anything. Yeah. So it was awesome. And they like led slowly into it. So it was kind of discoverable mm-hmm. as it went along. You're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. But yeah, that trailer is great. Like them dressed as Ghostbusters and like that playing Dragon's Lair in the arcade yeah. and just, oh, it's so good. Yeah. And so there's thought that maybe with the arcade game that that is their Dungeons and Dragons for this season, how the uh. arca- arcade game um, which I, I can't think of the name of that that particular game they're playing. Dragon's Lair. Is Dragon's Lair? Is that yeah. Okay, you said it. Um, so Dragon's Lair, that there may be a character or a beast in there that they, like the Demigorgon, mm, yeah. in that game that they talk about, and that might be similar to the whatever monster they face in this one. So uh, pretty cool. I'm super pumped about it. If you haven't seen the trailer, look it up. If you haven't seen Stranger Things, what are you doing? Get Netflix and watch it because... <laughs> <clears throat> Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Colin. I need to watch it so bad. It's yeah. one of those ones that I got to watch before season two comes out. You if two seasons come to. out, I'm going to freak out. And oh. I'm so far behind. It, and, and my wife and I are going to watch the first season over again okay. in preparation oh, yeah. for this one because okay. it's so good. I've already yeah. watched it like three times. Have you really? Yeah. I'm so impressed. It's really sad. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Yeah. You will not be disappointed. And we're not building it up too much to you. Like <laughs> It's that good? It, it is yeah. that good. Wow. Okay, so Ready Player One has a tr- full trailer out now, which <laughs> so good <laughs> is amazing and has so many references to '80s and things that we love uh, in this very room and in this very podcast. It's fantastical. So, visually, it looks great, and I know you guys probably have a lot of comments on that alone. Yeah, it's beautiful. They I'll, did a great job. I'll go last. Do you want to say something? Oh about no, it? I just think that like there was a lot that I didn't expect this. I was excited for it because it's a Spielberg movie. It's about the 80s. It's about VR. There's a lot of interesting things. I never read the books, book, um, but I was one of those movies when they talked about it and they kind of described what it was going to be about. I knew I was going to really like it, but I didn't have context for all the little things in it that I was going to really like, like just the clashing of worlds of things that I love from that era all in one cinematic adventure um, I was not ready for. So watching the trailer, I watched it with our friend Jonathan, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. We watched it three times in a row. <laughs> like, like once through, i got to do that again. And then the third time, like really slowly, like, oh, is that that person? Is that this? Is that whatever? Like going through it. It was so fun. Now, I I don't know if it's because I read the book. And, and I was like, I don't want to sound pretentious when I say that because <laughs> it's literally been the only book that I've read in the last like 20 years. So don't think I'm just some book snob that like, like well, the book is better. But I was kind of let down by the trailer. Ooh. Oh. And the book is better. Yeah. <laughs> let me know how to start here. Now, it seemed like it was way too much for like a first trailer. Really? Because it just. Like se- it made left? it seem like it's a super like over the top action movie, and it does. By the book, the way I pictured it, it, it doesn't seem like that. It's, it's kind of like if I were to describe it, the book, it's kind of like National Treasure, but with eighties pop culture instead of like the 
Declaration of Independence. (laughs) (laughs) And Nicolas Cage. Yes. Is Nick Cage going to be in it? I hope not. I hope so. CG Nick Cage. (laughs) But I will say that the book isn't like great or anything. Like... It definitely, You're offending so many people right now <laughs> no, just by that I, one I, sentence. I've noticed that it's kind of like a common feeling with the book. And it's that the references often trump the plot of the story, whereas the Ernest Klein is the author. And it seems like he's trying to impress everybody with his like 80s knowledge. Who does that? He just like <laughs> – unloads 80s like pop culture references left and right and it mm. like sometimes it just kind of distracts from the story and it's kind of what the trailer does <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly that's why like i was nervous like watching it because steven spielberg is doing it and that uh-huh. like got me super stoked and i read that he didn't want to overload you with references hmm. And seeing the trailer, I'm not getting that. I feel like they are going over the top with it. Mm. And this may be like another conversation point is that I'm scared that we're getting into a trend where these companies like Disney and Warner Brothers are like using their own properties to like throw out a bunch of like references and like kind of cross universes and everything like that. Like Lego Batman did it in Lego movie mm. and Disney's going to be doing it with Wreck-It Ralph too. And obviously with this, anything that any property that Warner brothers has, I feel like they're just like throwing everything into one movie. Mm. And I worry that they're going to start doing that. And it's going to start diluting like your feelings towards any kind of property. Sure. Hmm. I mean, I kind of like that, honestly. I kind of like, like it now, but I'm worried that it's it going to get, get old. Well, I mean, it's going to get old. It is going because that's what happens, right? It, it's it's going to keep going until it stops making money. It stops making money when people think it's getting old, which is the unfortunate thing about lat- uh, latching our love of these things that these people are creating because they only set them up to destroy them, which is un- super unfortunate. It is. Too much um, of a good thing. It really, yeah, and that's the thing is like that's why they keep making like Transformers sequel, sequels or Fast and the Furious sequels. Not that they were ever great to begin with, Correct. but they keep making money. Yeah, so they will keep making them as long as they keep making money. Um, and I, I, I'm trying to think of an example of something that we love. Oh, uh, TV shows do this all the time. TV shows always go way longer than they should. The Simpsons, I'll, I'll admit that they've gone about 15 years longer than they should have. <laughs> But like Dexter had such a terrible ending to it, a notoriously bad ending. It should have, should have ended about three seasons earlier. Um, whereas you had Breaking Bad, which had five episode or sorry five seasons, and that was it. Yeah. And they had a plan from the beginning to end. They didn't want to take it any further. They didn't want to overstay their welcome. And that that's why Breaking Bad is hailed to me as like one of the greatest shows of all time because it was. It didn't go until they're like, oh, we're losing mm-hmm. ratings. We might as well end this show now. Yeah. And we have different writers because it's eight years later. And we've had all this turnover. And the character is completely different now than he was at the beginning of the, of the series. So. Yeah. Seinfeld did the same. Yeah. So this is very sad. <laughs> sad discussion. <but laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It, it is what it is. And I it, might be alone in my feelings towards it. But, yeah, it's like I, I, do, I do feel like I have faith in it. But I feel like it, it just wasn't a good first trailer. Mm. I feel mm. like they were kind of just overwhelming you with like things. Yeah. For me, not having context for what the story actually truly is, having that many references in it does make me want to see it. 
So yeah. in that sense, like kudos to them in the sense of like, what does all this mean? Like, what did I just watch that I don't yeah. have the answers to? So maybe not having the context for it. Well, yeah. And also having not read, I, for, yeah, I haven't read the book yet myself. So I, I had the same kind of reaction to it. You did, Colin. I was like, oh man, that's awesome. I yeah. can't wait to see all these things. It makes me think too of like, oh, maybe this will lead us down the path of possibly having another Roger Rabbit scenario where you have not only mm. people of the same universe or same property, but also different properties like them you know, seeing some two mega companies like Disney and Warner Brothers saying, okay, let's see if we can do this again. Because this is clearly making money and people like this. So let's see if we can have a handshake and do something like they did with Roger Rabbit where they crossed universes. So like imagine a DC versus Marvel movie or something like that, which may or may not be good. I don't know, but (laughs) anyway. Well, if Marvel has anything to do with it, it'll It'll be expensive, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, and make a ton of money, no Mm -hmm. matter how good it is. Okay, so we're going to go through really quickly of the the rest of the list here because I want to get to our DuckTales discussion. But um, So next thing up is there's an animated Michael Jackson Halloween special that is in the works. Yeah. So, uh, Wes, you're going to have to give me an explanation <laughs> on this one because uh, Michael Jackson obviously uh, is not alive. So Wait. Yeah. <laughs> so well, who my, is heading this up and my, what's my, it about? My first thought when they announced it, it was very, like, vague. Like, that's basically the sentence they gave out was my first thought was they were doing, like, a thriller animated That's what uh, I was going to ask. Is special. that what it is? And it's not okay. the way it seems. Uh, it's a, CBS is doing it, and it's about two millennials that meet on Halloween, and they stumble across a mysterious hotel called This Place Hotel, which is a Michael Jackson song. And it, it says it's going to end with a number, like, dancing mm. Michael Jackson. So I would imagine they would end with Thriller. But like, I would hope so. Um, I wonder if he would be, like, zombie Michael Jackson. Is <laughs> oh, uh, that too soon? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> too on the nose on that one. Yeah, but yeah, like I, I first had high hopes for it, but now it's just kind of going to be like one of those meh. Things yeah, we'll see how just that works out. In. Okay, the next one: Fox is planning a trilogy of Fear Street, which is R.L. Stein's kind of. It was like more kind of like the step above Goosebumps, right? Yeah, it was. It wasn't for it kids. Was like it was more like teenagers. preteens. Yeah. yeah. I remember my sister reading those while I was reading Goosebumps. So. Yeah, my sister would read that. I never read any. I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't either. I'll have to ask my sister but about it. But they're making a trilogy of of whatever this is. I don't know what storyline they're doing, but yeah. it's Fear Street. So that's interesting. I'm glad to see that Earl Stein is getting a lot of recognition. Yeah, totally. Still. It's impressive that they're just straight up announcing a trilogy too. I feel like yeah, that's a ballsy move there. Yeah, yeah. totally. Well, it makes if, me nervous every time people do that. They're like, yeah, we're going to have like 15 movies. Like I remember Power Rangers did that. Uh, yeah. And it's like, I don't know if there's another one going to be made. Maybe make one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe let's see how the first one goes and then let's talk. So, uh, yeah, if anybody listening was into Fear Street, let you hit us up on Twitter or email um, and, and let us know kind of your take on that. Uh, real quick, Hulu is bringing back a kind of a TGIF lineup. I hadn't heard about that. What, yeah, are, they, what are they doing with that? Apparently, I'm the only one that is knowledgeable about any of this stuff. I get on your level, man. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're putting uh, all of Full House, Family Matters, Step by Step, Perfect, Stranger, Perfect Strangers, and Hanging with Mr. Cooper on Hulu. Oh, I had heard that some of those shows are coming back, but I didn't yeah. realize that it was like a full TGIF reboot. Well, they're like just they're just putting trip. all those shows onto Hulu and just coining it with TGIF. Okay. It's not like it's going to only air on Friday nights or anything gotcha. like that, which I don't know about me. I don't have Hulu, 
But the only thing that intrigues me about it is having step-by-step because you can't get those episodes anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Like, I already have all the Full House and Family Matters and stuff. So, like, that's the only thing that intrigues me about it. Yeah. I hope they put fresh prints on there one day. I know why they can't, but – or haven't. I see they they can. Well, I mean, Fresh Prince was NBC. Right. Not TJF. Right. But I'm just saying, like, that's one of the shows I want to come back on. Oh, I see. Gotcha. I know why they haven't, so. Yeah. Uh, next up, real quick, they uh, announced a like Lisa Frank debit cards, <laughs> which you know, hey, there's that female representation. Right there, now, you right? <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm gonna get one. I know our sisters were into Lisa Frank, so yeah. um, get poor in style. <laughs> I bet they're gonna be gaudy, and I bet they're gonna be amazing. I mean, honestly, this, gaudily amazing. I mean, it's th- such bright colors. Yeah. Have you guys so. watched um, the Lisa Frank um, like little? micro documentary thing that's on great big story on youtube i have no so basically i didn't realize this this is like a little tidbit but like no one knows what she looks like lisa frank like she has worked really hard to protect her identity so she can have a normal life and so even in the interview they interview her but they don't show her but you like hear her voice but it's a little bit changed and she's like never revealed her identity so it's like bill waters like kind of yeah like but you know, she's still making stuff like she has a big warehouse and like they go through like all of her original art. We'll link it in the show notes. But like, man, it is very interesting, interesting to realize like, oh, yeah, someone's still making that. That's wild. Mm. Anyways, Okay. So we're already over time. But was it yesterday or two days ago? They were two days ago. They Saturday premiered. Whatever. So <laughs> we're, it's funny because we're releasing this different at yeah. a different date than today. So they recently released the first episode <laughs> of DuckTales, the DuckTale reboot. And I guess that was kind of like two episodes because it was like yeah, an hour Yeah, it was long. like an hour long special. But it was two very separate yeah. things that happened. So yeah. I, it's basically two episodes. And just got to – we got to share our thoughts. Yeah. So um, Colin, how about you go first? Uh, I've only watched like the first uh, – maybe 25 minutes of it. So I haven't gotten all the way through it yet. I started it and then had to stop. What are your initial thoughts? Um, I love it. I think it's beautiful and I think it's super fun so far. I can't wait to see where it goes. Um, but I mean, I've loved that art direction style since they started doing it in some of the Disney Mickey shorts and from some of the TV animation stuff they're doing is so fun. Like I'm excited for the fact that Disney is like re-spinning up in a deliberate way, like the TV animation style inside of things. Yeah. How into DuckTales were you? Back in the original, um, I was not crazy into it. Uh, my brother definitely watched a lot of it, yeah. So I was around it a lot, kind of like the same way I was around like Care Bears a lot. But I never really like deliberately watched it by choice. It's gotcha. probably the same reasons I watched a lot of those like Rugrats and things like that. It's just like I had someone to watch them with that was yeah, kind of in my own brain giving me permission to <laughs> watch them, even though they were technically for like a younger demographic. And you were mostly outside most of the time. Also, that <laughs> apparently was what we've learned throughout the course of this podcast, but. Uh, overall, I'm excited for the fact that it's coming back. And if they start doing like um, reboots of shows that have a lot of history, but doing them as well as they're doing this, I'm excited for what they do. Yeah, uh, I was super into DuckTales. Probably saw every episode back when it was out. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And then saw this episode. By the way, it's online. It's on YouTube yeah, if we'll you search it. for it. Um, it's great. I, I think, it, 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 yeah, it hits kind of the same. It, you can tell it's new. It's, it's updated. It's hip. Yep. Kind of humor-wise, everything is great updated. Great voice casting. Great voice casting. It, but it's still great for kids and very interesting to watch. They kept my attention. 
And uh, I, yeah, I, I didn't have anything bad to say about it. Honestly, it was great. And it, it's, it was interesting to me, you know, it's it about uh, Bobby Moynihan, Danny Pudi, and John Ralphio. Dang it. Can never remember his real name. Yeah. But I, I, listening to them, I couldn't distinguish which one was which. That's I thought good. they did a good job that's of kind of then. masking their voices. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's great. I'm excited to see Darkwing Duck too. Yeah, I I stayed at like it. They aired it at midnight and ran it for 24 hours, like Christmas Story style. Mm-hmm. And I stayed up and watched it at midnight on Disney XD and watched it, loved it. And the next day, I was kind of just doing random stuff and like kept it on. So like it was kind of like one of those things like on Christmas Day with Christmas Story where you kind of catch the back hit back end of it and you watch the beginning and then yeah. you kind of keep doing your own thing so like I, wa- I probably watched it a collective of like six times nice and mainly awesome. because it's like it was so good I just wanted more it's like it bums me out that that like they're gonna wait like a month to actually start the season I yeah. feel like they kind of did it for 24 hours just to get people talking about it yeah it worked and then yeah, yeah we're talking about now <laughs> but yeah I just wanted more it was like it's so good and it has like it had a lot of like references and stuff to other DuckTales, and they even mentioned uh, the cities for Goof Troop, uh, oh. Tailspin, and Darkwing Duck. Wow. Like when he's sitting – when at the beginning Scrooge is sitting at the lawyer's table and they're like rambling off a lot of boring information, yeah. they mention those cities. Hmm. So like it just proves that we're in the same universe here. Mm-hmm. So like hopefully the, we'll kind of get either cameos or, or it'll spawn its own kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I love the, the careful approach they've taken with this show. Like it, it's clear they – we're intentional about it. It's not just a cast gr- grab. It's you know yeah. not just doing a popular thing. Like they brought it back, and they were very intentional about what they brought back and the plans for it. Apparently, mm-hmm. did you notice that Roxanne, uh, Max's girlfriend, was in it? Was that because I saw I, I saw her? I was like, oh, that looks like a like a Goof Troop character, actually yeah. a Goofy movie character. But was that actually Roxanne? I think so. It looks exactly it like look her. A lot like her. So. I, I hope that that's kind of like that would be a, cool. That'd it be was kinda... meant to be a little Easter egg for us. Yeah, to... I think the maybe uh, now that I think about it, the one complaint I might have is that I feel like I need subtitles for Donald. Like I feel like he. I, I feel like, said that too. That he, I feel like they are playing that up, kind of like a Chewbacca or like I'm <laughs> yeah, like Groot kind of thing, where it's like. The, you can kind of tell what he's saying, but like for the most part, you're just like I have no idea. What he's yeah. yeah, which. That with, the thing about that though is that like with Groot or, or Chewbacca, it's like okay, you already understand that you you know that yeah, you're not trying it's another to language. With this one, it's like you're really trying, and you're like, wait, what did he say? And as you're trying to process that, you're missing the context. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it it's a it's really difficult to understand Donald, in my opinion. But maybe you have to be a kid or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I I loved it, and I want more. I think we all are in agreement of that. So can't mm-hmm. wait to see more. Hope you guys check it out because I definitely recommend it. And also Stranger Things. Colin. Sorry, I'll get on that. <laughs> so we're going to go right now. Colin's going to go watch Stranger Things right now and um, we'll stand over him mm-hmm. as we, as we <laughs> watch. Sure that I do. Yeah. Uh, you know, join in the conversation. Uh, hit us up at Twitter, pass forward, at PassForwardCast, Instagram at PassForwardCast, email PassForwardCast at AOL.com. We love chatting with you guys. You can find us on Facebook as well. Oh, hey, and uh, we haven't asked for this in a very long time, but 
leave us a review on iTunes yeah. if you if you dig us. Yeah, yeah. Um, let us know right now if you enjoy these recurrent affair episodes, like rather than kind of like doing a half episode with it, because like we've done it two times already, and we just want to yeah. see if like you enjoy that kind of format. I feel like it kind of goes well with our name, Pass Forward. Yeah, it's like True. new things that are old, but yeah. Let us know if you like it. Yeah, it's more of a free-form format, which I, I'm enjoying doing it. I hope you guys enjoy hearing it. So, yeah, let us know for sure. Give us some feedback. And uh, I guess that's it for us. Until next time. Woo! That was supposed to be DuckTales. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go with what Wes said. That was, that was the best. Later, snorks. <laughs>